You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. PFF uses exclusive data on every play of every game to bring you the best fantasy projections and insights. Join PFF Edge for full access to our expert rankings, fantasy tools, matchup charts, and in-depth analysis through our award-winning content. Join PFF today and prepare to win. Sign up at pff.com and use promo code RADIO25 to save 25% off any subscription. That's promo code RADIO25 to save 25% at pff.com. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Hey guys, just want to let you know that today is a little bit of a special episode. This is the audio version of the Quest for Six, our very first installment of the mini docuseries tracking uh, the media and plays visually of the 49ers in their quest for their sixth championship. Now I'm putting the link for the actual YouTube um, <laughs> video in the description of this podcast. So if you want to go check it out, there's going to be plays. You're going to have video for everything. It's designed for that, but there's so much content here. And I just got to give a shout out to all the people that helped with this. Obviously, Del DeMont, my partner over at Eat Sleep Fantasy, and all that he helped. Juan Salas and Thomas Howe, two of the greatest film editors that have ever lived. And you're going to be hearing from so many people. Rombo Sports, Zach Hernandez of 49ers Hive, Akash uh, from 4th and 9, Evan Sowers, 4th 49ers Hub, Jay Moore, 49ers Hub, Kyle Posey, Executive Director, Niners Nation, Anthony Perry of the Red and Gold Stand. Standard, and this is just chapter one. It's all going to focus on Nick Bosa, but as we go through this, it's pretty impressive what people have been able to narrate and put this story together from clips from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you're going to hear from Nick Bosa himself, John Lynch, all those different people. So I hope that you enjoy. And if you haven't watched it yet, please head over to YouTube. But I think that you will enjoy this. Even the audio stands alone extremely well. So enjoy. 
Uh, one of the names that was hot at the time of the draft was Ohio State's Nick Bosa. And the question was, okay, was he going to slip past Arizona? And then Arizona, obviously, they hired Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury made it uh, pretty clear that they were going to go with uh, Oklahoma's Kyler Murray, which opened the door for the 49ers to basically take anyone they wanted. You know, in the beginning, it was a type of thing where I had Nick Bosa on the top of my list from the very beginning. And there were sides being taken. Every time I did a program, people would come in, well, I think Josh Allen is the guy to pick this year. Look, Nick Bosa has a history of getting hurt each and every season. He's played football since he was a child. Like, what have these 24 hours been like for you? Uh, hectic. Since the pick, you're pretty much running around, making rounds media with you in He's already outperformed and embarrassed elite left tackles in the NFL in his rookie campaign. He is your defensive rookie of the year, but he is your overall rookie of the year. And he is just getting started. If you look back at how many almost sacks he had, you better watch out. Because what this kid has shown, if there's any improvement, you're talking about a defensive player of the year candidate year in and year out. Nick Bosa is here to stay. I thought there was a legit argument between Bosa and Quinnen Williams because those were probably two of the best players in the draft. And I thought that the 49ers made the right decision just because of how their team was set up. They didn't need another Quinn and Williams because at the time they had DeForest Buckner. And you were going to get more pressure with Bosa and your newly signed defensive end, DeFord. And also, let's go back to his Twitter account. Now, see, that's where I put a, a, a I pumped the brakes on. I said, listen, listen, guys, you know what? Don't start with any political affiliations. If this, kid want, if this kid wants to play football, he's been playing around black kids all his life. Don't tell me he's a racist. I got real emotional about that. So now I said, Nick Bosa is the guy to get, right? You heard a lot of people argue about guys like Quinn and Williams with how important interior pressure is because they were coming off of a fantastic 10 plus sack season from DeForest Buckner. And you're thinking, oh wow, DeForest Buckner and Quinn and Williams together you know, just collapse the center of the pocket and push a quarterback into one of the edge rushers. Well, on third down, those edge rushers would have been, at the time, I think Elijah Lee and Cassius Marsh. So it's like, eh, I'm not I'm not feeling this too much. The arguments I thought were fair because Quentin Williams is very young and he has a higher, he has a high ceiling. But if you just watch Bosa at Ohio State, he just wrecked people, man. It was... It, it honestly looked like a college player going against a high school player. And that was over and over and over and over again. And it wasn't against, like, just Rutgers. He was doing it in bowl games against the best competition he had. He was doing it in practice against the best competition he would face. So, But we saw all up until this draft that the, nine, the Niners were getting pressure. I think the past two seasons since the regime came in, the Niners were top 15 in pressure on their defense especially the season prior to Bosa. Those guys were getting pressure. They were hitting home. They just weren't hitting home fully. And that's when I knew Nick Bosa had to be the guy. 
My heart's beating at 100 miles an hour. I said, God, they can't take Nick. We've needed an edge rusher for years. Meantime, I'm also arguing about Quinn. I said, listen, any guy that goes to IHOP and orders a salad can't be trusted. And then now you've got, I've got that argument going on. You got to Josh Allen, Quinnen, and I knew if there anybody's going to make Rookie of the Year, it's going to be Nick. As I said, this is what he's born to do. He does it with technique. He does it with skill. He made kids in college look like children next to him. He's going to come into the NFL. He's going to do the same thing, I promise you. Draft night comes. Oh, Goodell goes up. He pulls the envelope and he says. You ready to do this thing, buddy? Do it. Let's do it, man. Welcome to the family, buddy. Thank you so much. So fired up, buddy. Can't wait to uh, to get, get to work with you. And uh, we're thrilled. Congratulations, man. I'm going to pass you over to Kyle, okay? Yeah. All right, bud. Oh, my God. Oh, I said it, did it. Oh, God. I knew it was going to be that. I knew what I was talking about the whole time. And it was Nick. It was Nick the whole time. Nick, what's up, man? Congrats. How's it going, my guy? Doing awesome, man. You pumped up? Yeah. A lot of worrying for nothing, man. It all worked out, so we're good. We knew it the whole time, so we we had no anxiety. <laughs> I'm just Can't joking, man. You, no, dude, we're pumped to get you out here, man. We'll we'll see you um and your family up here tomorrow. Getting Nick Bosa, who was clearly the best player in the draft, uh, one of the best draft pot prospects in a very long time. It was very obvious why uh, the defense just thrived, right? D Ford on one end. Nick Bosa. And you saw what happened when D Ford, who was injured throughout the season a little bit, when they were both on the field, that defense was unstoppable, period. Nick Bosa is unstoppable. Uh, he's one of those guys, you can't stop him, you can just try and slow him down. The pick, you know, I had a pretty good feeling and and, um, and hope that they were going the direction they did. Not that I wanted to play against Kyler either, but um, we knew we weren't taking a quarterback, so uh, we were really hoping Nick was going to be there, but um, they kept it close to their vest, and you never truly knew until the end, and uh, I think both teams were real happy. He was out there proving that he knew what he needed to do, and he knew how to do it, and he went out and got it done. I mean, <laughs> there's really not much more to be said, but he was going out there and just winning every single battle constantly. Uh, opposing offensive lines had no answer for him. They would double him, triple him, chip him, and he still was able to kind of get the job done, get the sack, get the tackle in the backfield. I think the the most perfect example or just uh, image of Nick Bosa's rookie year, I can think of two right off the top of my head. One was that blown up play in New Orleans on Taysom Hill where he got held and still tackled Taysom Hill. And you don't think of that game as a defensive a defensive game just because it was I think it was like 45 to 48 final score it was this crazy high scoring game the Niners gave up like four touchdowns in a row but when you really go down go back and look at that that game play by play Bosa was was just all over the place especially late in the late in the first half and into the second half he kind of started took over there was a couple of drives where the first time they were actually able to the defense was actually able to get off the field in that game Bosa stopped Taysom Hill on a second down and a third down and and was able to get his hand get his hands on the ball on a swing pass and then and then he actually got held by the right tackle and we just saw him all throughout the season that it was just like the dude's getting doubled and he's a rookie I get it he's what the second overall pick but 
you don't usually see rookie edge rushers get that kind of attention right away. Usually a lot of the time edge rushers coming out of college are kind of unfinished products who are very raw or do have the potential and they just need to blend it together. Nick Bosa did it in one game. And keep in mind too that one game, or I'm starting with Tampa Bay, I'm sorry. He started with one game. And even then he was coming off of what a high ankle sprain, I think in the uh, preseason. And the fact that he was able to play at that kind of level while hurt really tells you a lot about his dog mentality. And then Nick, you know, everyone knows Nick missed his last year of college um, for a pretty serious injury. And I think it's, I think it's hard. It's hard for me to watch because everyone acts like he's a guy who's going to get hurt and do stuff like this. And I've, I've been around probably one of the most physical rookies in practice that I've been around as far as playing the run, playing the pass. He gets after it. He's tough as could be. And I just tried to tell him yesterday. I mean, last thing he wants to do is get hurt. He's trying to go out there and play with it. He wants to come back tomorrow. Um, but it's, I mean, he had a over a 300 pound man land on his leg and it was very fortunate that we didn't lose him for the year. So I got the, even though I've only been around those two for a little bit, I got the utmost respect for them and how they carry themselves. It's gotta be game changer. You know, the guy is just, he, he's involved in every play. It's like every single time that, that the Niners are on defense, 97's doing something. And he, he didn't have the, the crazy high, like J.J. Watt style sack numbers. But if you watch play in and play out, Nick Bosa is going to be involved in the play, whether it's a pressure, whether it's sniffing out a run fit, whether it's, you know, getting his getting his hands up in the air and, and messing out, uh, messing up a quarterback's eyes, his vision. Next year, you're going to see Nick take on a different role because now he's looked upon as a go-to guy. When nobody else is getting work done, Nick is. He was the best defensive player on arguably the best defense in the NFL last season. And I, don't, I mean, maybe you could argue DeForest Buckner, Richard Sherman, but I mean, Bosa was the most dominant force on that defensive line. As long as D Ford and Nick Bosa are on those ends, that defense is going to be better. I really believe that. The most, the scariest part about Bosa is we've seen the worst of him as a football player, which is just nuts to say out loud. I'm not a big fan of waiting to crown players because it shouldn't take you, it, it didn't take us 20 games to realize Ezekiel Elliott is a very good running back. It, it shouldn't take us a one season to realize Nick Bosa is a special player. So when I look at this season, it will suck to lose Joe Staley. It will suck to not have DeForest Buckner. And, you know, he's playing in the AFC now. It's crazy. He went from a rookie, and now after his rookie season, he is second in the NFL in odds to be the defensive player of the year. Not the defensive rookie of the year, not a just a side, you know, a this or that bet. This is to be the best player in the NFL in his second season. Uh, so when I when I look at that team next year, I see a Nick Bosa that's in his second year that's only going to get better. All I can say is, man, I need to get myself a couple more Nick Bosa jerseys because he's he's going to be uh, he's going to be a defensive player of the year at some point.
Sorry about that. I had my thing muted. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. That was an absolute blast. Uh, <laughs> so we have already developed. Uh, we've got 50 plus hours of film and interviews and all that stuff. We have 25 plus interviews we've already got done and we still have more scheduled. And the whole idea with this project, and again, this was just one chapter. Uh, the next chapter is going to be about the Yak Pack, which if you guys are longtime subscribers of the episode uh, of the podcast, then you know uh, it's going to be George Kittle, who just got signed today, and Debo. That's what we have coming up, and we are currently working on. Uh, it's a little bit longer episode for sure, but I just feel like the 49ers – faithful community is probably the most informed you know I, i'm friends i hate to admit this um, <laughs> i am friends with you know cowboys fan growing up in dallas and living there most of my life i'm friends with eagles fans you know all across and the conversations are always the same man i wish we had as much content as you guys have um and so i wanted just to step back and allow others to narrate the story and it, it's actually really really cool because you know we get our storyboard together and kind of the questions and how we're wanting to frame this and the plays and you know to tell this story which the nick bosa story is still relatively new it's just over a year you know he got drafted last april here we are you're talking what 15 months that we've had you know this story of nick bosa as a 49er um, player and he's made such an impact that I felt it was necessary to start with him because I think that he is the key pivotal piece which there's several that's going to get the 49ers to their next championship in this quest for six so that was kind of the idea of this now um, here here's what I want to do now and I appreciate everybody who's hung around and all that stuff it, it's jersey time giveaway okay now here's how this is going to work I'm going to ask a question. you got to have the exact perfect answer, okay? Whoever gets it correct, obviously, I'll send you a, a brand-new Nick Bosa jersey uh, on the house and uh, cover shipping and everything. So, But you got to get it correct, and it's got to be it's got to be right. There's only one right answer. So if you're a letter off or a number off, I don't want to give it away, uh, it's not going to count. So it's in the chat, the YouTube chat. So for those of you that are on Periscope, appreciate it. Uh, love the support. you got to be over on YouTube. So... Uh, Close Periscope, go over to YouTube, type in John Chapman, 49ers Rush, uh, open that up, join us over there, and I'll give you guys about 60 seconds to jump over, and then we'll be giving that away. Um, but, you know, all of this, it, it here, was, here was my thinking whenever we started this. One, I just want to say thank you, first off, to all the Patreon subscribers, which if you are a subscriber, I just want to say thank you. Uh, you funded this entire project, which has been awesome. Uh, you know, we have the questfor6.com, a website that's set up and has helped us branch out and reach out to some top-tier media guys um, and been able to get behind and go through the production and music licensing and all this craziness that goes through this stuff that I'm terrible at. So thank you to the Patreon members. If you want to support the podcast, and you know things like this which we're going to continue uh, we're not even close to done with the quest for six this is going to be an ongoing thing um and we're just collecting film we're collecting interviews we're collecting so much and shout out to juan solace and tom howe they are incredible they do so much of the film and cut-ups and all these things it's a team effort absolutely love those guys del demont uh <laughs> i wish you guys could see our back and forth hey do you think that this looks good no i don't all right let's change this okay Okay, that's awesome actually maybe not it's just back and forth he has worked so tirelessly he's he's a uh, one of my eat sleep fantasy guys he is incredible um it just helped a lot so here we go let's do this here's the question again i'm going on my chat screen the very first one that gets it you get the jersey hopefully we don't fight too much about it i wish i could give it to everybody but this is what it is so for the nick bosa 
jersey for free. Here we go. Let's see what this is going to be. Here's the question right here. Nick Bosa's great-grandfather was a member of the Chicago Mafia. What was Nick Bosa's great-grandfather nickname? Got to get it exactly right. First one to get it in the comment section on YouTube only. We'll be getting this jersey for free. We're digging deep into the Nick Bosa family tree, but, man, it, I used to study this guy uh, <laughs> back during Prohibition days. So let's see who can get it. Very, very famous. Oh, we got a close one. There it is. Tom is going to get it. The correct answer is Joey Batters. He was the first one to get it. Nick, so close. Uh, Tom Ando. So, Tom Ando, you nailed it. Congrats. It is Joey Batters. Um, and if you want to look into... Um, you know, how he got that name, spent some time on it. I mean, his great-grandfather literally took over the Chicago Mafia after Al Capone uh, got arrested for tax evasion. You know, I'm a history guy. And so it's pretty fun looking back at this. So here's what I need you to do, Tom. You've got to slide into my DMs. You can email me at 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. Those are your two options. Um, at JL underscore Chapman, and I will get that jersey in the mail to you. Congratulations. I appreciate everybody else who showed up. Uh, absolutely love it, and man, what a great time to be a part of the 49ers faithful. One, we got the great news of George Kittle getting signed this morning. Uh, that was beautiful. That was awesome. Uh, we've got the number one tight end locked up for another five years. That's great. And this team just continues, just slow and steady, straight up this hill, man. And, you know, if you look back at all of the different things that have happened this offseason, they've gotten better at every corner. The one area you can say maybe they didn't was DeForest Buckner for Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw might not be as good as Buckner year one. However, because of that contract that you got rid of. Instead of paying $21 million a year to Buckner, you've dropped down to $2 million for a rookie that's going to play the same snaps at the same position. And it's going to be better in the run game. Probably not as good in the pass game. But that allows you to sign Jimmy Ward. That allows you to set aside more money. Allows you to pay George Kittle. All those different things. You lose Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints. That hurt. What do you do? You replace him with the first round draft pick. Somebody that Kyle Shanahan loves in this system. And he goes against Brandon Ayuk. Amazing. Joe Staley retires. Ouch. Legend. Gone. That hurts. What do you do? You trade a third and a fifth rounder for a top three left tackle in the NFL, Trent Williams, who's already played in the system. Awesome. Mike uh, Pearson, who probably the worst starter on offense or defense. I love the guy. He played through a lot of injuries. Tough as hell. He's amazing. But his talent, <laughs> very low ceiling. He leaves. Now you've got competition at the right guard spot. It's going to be Daniel Brunskill. There's no doubt about that. Um, awesome. You get Jarek McKinnon, who, you know, he's the basically talk of the camp. This is huge. So, so much stuff going on for the 49ers right now. So excited for what's to come. And we're just going to keep bringing content. Uh, the 49ers Rush Podcast, if this is your first time joining us, please hit subscribe. Uh, hit that notification bell. We do giveaways Every month, um, every single month, this doesn't even count as a giveaway. The countdown crew, if you saw the hashtag CCs, uh, I keep track of basically hit the notification bell. If you hashtag CC whenever the countdown starts at the beginning of the episode, you get a tally mark. We keep track. You get all those put into a raffle. We give away T-shirts, jerseys, signed helmets, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we gave away 
three different people got to hang out with Jerry Rice on a Zoom call and get autographed photos from him. So we are all about get. This is your podcast, not mine. Uh, and this is your project, not mine. So if there's ever anything that you guys want, y'all let me know. I love it. Uh, can't say thanks enough for all of the support. And again, chapter two of the quest for six. Guess what? It's going to be the Yak Pack, baby. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, fresh new contract. So excited for what's to come. So I just want to say thanks again. Really do appreciate it. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.